so beautiful And I tell her every day Yeah, I know, I know When I compliment her she won't believe me And it's so, it's so sad to think that she don't see what I see But every time she asks me do I look okay I say When I see your
know what I really love? <laughs> the Arnie State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Call 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. Good morning, ass family. Welcome to the Tuesday edition of the Arnie State Show. I hope that you're having a better morning than me. Uh, not feeling good. Bubba's been annoying the shit out of me this morning. Can't get out from under my damn feet. Everywhere I go, Bubba has to go. Jesus, have a fucking 200-pound dog walking underneath you all the time. You're going to trip trying to run back to my bathroom to either empty my bowels or my stomach, and damn dog's in the way. But we will get through as much of this show as we can today. Uh, I'm girding up my my loins, and and we're going through. Uh, We will, we will, per, per, uh, uh, oh, what's that? Uh, We will, uh. Persevere. Persevere. That's the word I was looking for. Uh, Other than that, everything's fantastic. Had a good night last night. Uh, Anything happened? Rangers won last night. I didn't watch any of, uh, didn't really watch any of Monday Night Raw. I watched the first hour of it, and then I turned on Better Call Saul. I got to say, this season of Better Call Saul, so far, and now they're at the the, the mid-season finale. Man, y'all suck. I I I gotta tell you, this is bullshit. Waited two years for the last season, and then you split the season in half. But the first half of the season, you haven't done anything. There's been no Brian Cranston. There there there's been no 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 Aaron Paul. Falling around this guy in Mexico's in Germany now. Wrap it up. Stop introducing new characters in the last season. Vince Gilligan. Cowboys girl says my cat was following me this morning like a dog. I don't think he wanted me to go to work. <laughs> I hear you. And Bubba's, usually Bubba sits up on the couch. He's sitting right next to me. There's some people working next door, so I guess he's protecting me. So that's a good boy. Uh, let's get the good mornings uh, going, shall we? First one here. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my lucky it's the one and only, it, it, it really is the one and only bratty kid. Come on, man. Yeah, exactly. Come on, man. Yeah, she's in the house ready to go. Cowboys girl, uh, next is good morning, bratty. Good morning, ass family. It's Pink Taco Tuesday, yes. David Garza says good morning, family of ass. What's up, David? Derek says good morning, ass family. Time for Wimpy to pay up on going to be hot here in NorCal on Tuesday. Yeah, it's going to be 100 here. 100 today with about 90% humidity. Not looking good for going outside today. Stackar in the house early says, Good morning, ass family. Uh, uh, ass fam. Wife made me watch the new Rebel Wilson movie on Netflix called Senior Year. Please don't watch it. Save two hours of your life. I appreciate it. Stackar, thanks for looking out. I, pre- I probably wasn't going to watch it, but I'm so sorry that you had to. Good old Bradley is on the golf course again. He says, good morning, ass, on the golf course again today. Hit him straight, my friend. Yeah, I was supposed to go out and hit balls this weekend. Yeah, I forgot to set my alarm. And they got to be just too goddamn hot. 
I, look, man, I, I'm getting old, and I, I don't want to go out the first time I'm hitting golf balls, and it's 130 fucking degrees outside. Man, oh, man, it's been hot. Arised is in the house from Oklahoma. Good morning, Arised. By the way, Arised pushed me onto this. Uh, good old Kamala was at it again. You want to talk about somebody who is a politician? Listen to what she doesn't say here. I often note and have talked with many of you um, about our shared belief that our world is increasingly more interconnected and interdependent. That is especially true when it comes to the climate crisis, which is why we will work together and continue to work together to address these issues, to tackle these challenges, and to work together as we continue to work operating from the new norms, rules, and agreements that we will convene to work together on to galvanize global action. Blah, blah, blah. The fuck did she say? Uh, I mean, she absolutely, she is so good at this. Elections matter. And when folks vote, they order what they want. And in this case, they got what they asked for. The end of America. Yes, we did. It is time for us to do what we have been doing. And that time is every day. Every day, it is time for us to agree that there are things and tools that are available to us to slow this thing down. Holy shit. Look at them donuts. I mean, seriously. Political correctness. What? Man, this is with other leaders. She's talking about global warming somehow, and and then she just... What? Did she catch the senility? Did Joe Biden bite her with a senility bite? I mean... And I also am told that that, uh, uh, Chuck Graham, state senator's here. Chuck, stand up, Chuck. Let him see you. Oh, God love you. What am I talking about? I tell you what, you're making everybody else stand up, though, pal. Thank you very, very much. I tell you what, stand up for Chuck. God damn. Thank you, pal. What in the blue hell is going on with the two most powerful people in this country? They can't put a sentence together. To work together, 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 we can together, together, yes. Fred says she's just as retarded as the old senile man. Yeah, it must be something in the water. She was reading from a speech, too. That wasn't just freehand. Oh, God damn, that was a speech written for her? Buenos dias, Ogre. Nothing better than logging on and hearing the functional dumbholic president of ours. God almighty. Him and the vice president. Jesus. All right, so, so should we start the show? Uh, what else from last? Anything else from last night? Uh, I've become hooked to the show Young Sheldon. Look, look, I I, 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 I watch Big Bang, and Big Bang is great background. Like, when I'm putting the show together, I like to have Big Bang or Young Sheldon. It, it, they're very clever shows. They aren't funny. They aren't, like, gag hilarious funny. They're clever. Too much cock in the mouth can give you brain damage, I guess. <laughs> Fuck, fuck, she's done for. That must mean Joy Behar has had a ton of cock in the mouth because she came out yesterday. Here here the moron is. 
Really? Now there are three simple changes I tell all of my. Uh, no, nobody cares to hear about your arthritis pain and the changes that you want to do and all that kind of good stuff. And you are pro-life if you are pro AR-15 That's in the right. hands of young men who have wild ideas and racist theories in their heads that are listening to people like this Elise Stefanik. We're all looking at you, Elise. You know, somebody on, on Twitter said, all of your staff should quit now. I, people, we're warning you because it's only going to get worse. Quit now. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. What was that last part? We're warning you? It, it, that to me sounds like she threatened Representative Elise Stefanik, uh, a Republican out of New York. You need to quit now, otherwise it's only going to get worse. What, like, like people are going to show up at your house like they do the Supreme Court and they're going to burn down your house? How can you be pro-life? Wait, 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 wait. Let me get the first part of that statement right here because... I want to get the the beginning of this correct. That you are pro-life. I'm saying that you are pro-life if you are pro-AR-15 in the hands of young men who have wild ideas. Okay, all right, enough. I can't take it anymore. The stupidity is overwhelming. You can't say that you're pro-life if you're pro-AR-15. I I don't even know how to address that. The first thing I want to do is look at her and go, so you hate the Constitution, huh? Can you please show me somewhere in the Constitution where it says you have the right to get an abortion? Can you show me that? Because I can show you very clearly where it says I have the right to have an AR-15 or whatever the fuck it was. Look, the the, the mass shootings, this is what... This is what I love about our country so much. By the way, good morning, Hangtown Jen. How are you today? Oh, you know, since we're talking about politics, why not we'll talk about the flying congressman? A sexual act performed with cocaine in which the male stands 69 in with his female partner, and then cocaine is farted up the male's nose as he performs oral sex on the female. <laughs> Enjoy. The government puts assault rifles in the hands of young men with wild ideas all the time. It's called the military. No shit. Now, these mass shootings, and we've talked about it, there's been like 680 billion of them so far this year. You remember when there were mass shootings when, when, that was the, uh, that was the flying congressman. Morning, Zach. The, the, the flying congressman. A sexual act performed with cocaine in which the male stands 69 in with his female partner, and then cocaine is farted up the male's nose as he performs oral sex on the female. Yeah, yeah, there you go. That's Hunter Biden's go-to move. Uh, uh, do you remember when Donald Trump was president? And the mass shootings were happening. We had school shootings. And everybody blamed Donald Trump. Why is nobody blaming Joe Biden? Joe Biden's been in office for two years. 
Joe Biden hasn't done one thing about Chicago. We've had over 200 mass shootings so far this year, and nothing has been done from the presidency. But we're going to blame... We're, we're going to blame a representative instead? Hmm. Something doesn't add up. Nobody blames Biden because he's a uniter, not a divider. Oh, that's right. That's right. He was going to be the one that, 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 that brought us together. Whoops. You know what's so funny to me is that all over social media you have it. Why can't we have it on TV? If you're so if you're so worried about misinformation, why not have it everywhere? So when Joy Behar comes out and makes the stupid statement, you can't say that you're pro-life and pro-AR-15. I want somebody to be able to walk out on stage and say, uh, real quick, fact check, the, the one has nothing to do with the other. Joy is just being an insensitive, stupid cunt right now. And then walk off stage. Well, Zach, Zach, you, you're beating me to the point here. And you're, you're, you're more than 100% correct if that was possible. There is one person to blame for this mass shooting in Buffalo. It's not the president. I'm not blaming the president for the shooting. It's not Joy Behar. It's not Elise Stanifek. It's the kid who walked into the grocery store live streaming. He knew exactly what he was doing, and he wanted to film it. And by the way, he had more plans after the store. He was going to go shoot up other shit. But we're not going to blame him. We don't blame the shooters. Oh, I do. I full-on blame the shooters. If it weren't for the shooters, we wouldn't have this problem. I would like to see what the actual the, the ratio is. The, the ratio of legal gun owners to gun owners that commit a crime. Like for every 100 gun owners, one person commits a crime. I'd, I, I, wish I, I wish I knew where to look to, to find, I, and because I don't. Well, maybe I could just Google it. I, I, I'm not sure. Because that should, good morning, Douglas. How are you, my friend? Ratio of gun owners to um of legal gun owners who uh compared to gun crime I don't think I looked at this uh let's see comparing gun control let's see I, I don't know. I, 
I'll, I'll take a look at this later today. I'll, I'll try to come back, unless somebody can find this. I bet Ted Nugent has a stat on his website. Oh, I'm sure. Just because someone owns a gun illegally doesn't mean they are going to commit a crime with the gun. That is very true. That is true. And just because you own a gun legally doesn't mean you're not going to commit a crime. But instead of blaming, see, Joy Behar blamed that senator, that representative in in New York, A, because she's a Republican, and B, because you can't blame the president. You can't blame the White House on this one if you're a Democrat. And by the way, all the blame rests at at, at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. Do something. What has this man done? Besides sniff hair and make mistakes. Has he done anything? Oh, he murdered 13 Marines. What has he done? Oh, is he ca- he's caused inflation to go out of control. He's caused a baby formula shortage, which we will talk about here in a minute. What else can he do that would ruin America? From what I've read, the shithead in Buffalo shouldn't have been able to legally buy a gun in the first place, I think, was a year ago. He made threats to other people and was investigated. Nothing came of it. No red flags. Nothing. Ogre, I, I, I heard that same thing, is that he was in high school. I didn't know it was only a year ago. This is where we can, we, we can muck up the water a little bit and go, well, you can't write something down and then own a gun. Maybe not do it. Maybe you're writing. I Look, look, I'm just playing devil's advocate here. I don't think this idiot should have ever had a gun, but that's me. Um, if he wrote something and they investigated and nothing came of it, it's hard for me to say then he shouldn't have had a gun. To me, this is different than the, the Air Force guy that walked into the church in Texas who had a gun that should not have had a gun. And the military dropped the ball completely on that. The Air Force completely dropped the ball on saying, no, this guy shouldn't be a gun owner. So that one to me, that, that, that one's a tough one. Some of these parents know their kids are mentally unstable. There needs to be accountability for parents to keep guns locked up. It's easy to look back on the Columbine kids and know the parents knew that these kids were walking around, they had this stuff. But but some of these parents, look, some of these parents are actually, I, I would say, decent parents, I would imagine. I don't know. I, I don't know if you're a decent parent if you raise a kid to shoot up to school. I don't know. Maybe they're working. Maybe they got two jobs. They're trying to keep a roof over the house. Remember the Sandy Hook mom? She was a teacher at that school. She had her gun locked up. Her kid walked into her house. Beat her up, stole her gun, shot her in the face, went to the school, shot up the school. Mom couldn't do a whole lot more for that. Once again, the onus goes on the shooter. When we start blaming everybody else, that's the problem that we have. It's time for us to sit down in America and have a very, very hard conversation with one another.
Pretty funny how I leave my house every day with a gun and I don't commit any crimes and somehow my gun never shoots anybody. It must be broken. Uh, let's see. Uh, most of the gun crimes by legal owners are weapon transportation and failure to register. Okay. Uh, Derek, my gun sits between my seats and my service van. Hopefully it will rust before I ever have to actually use it. You mean it doesn't just go off by itself? That's weird. In all fairness to my dumbass organization that dropped the ball, the FBI, the DOJ, own a huge part of the Texas church. Uh, look, look, look. Everybody who, who is a part of this, uh, the, the, the guy shooting it up, everybody, it, it, like that one was just a ball completely dropped, and that's too easy to say. That the ball was easily dropped. You have to do better. Uh, I'm not blaming the parents. Oh, I know, I know you're not blaming the parents, Cowboys girl. I'm just saying I don't want people to to see what you wrote and then say, well, why are you blaming the parents? I I I I know you're not. Um, I just know that there's some not locked up in the gun. Yes, exactly. And that's not cool. Mine are locked up where when my daughter lived at home. And that's the way it should be. They should be locked up. Yes. Kale was smart enough not to purchase a Smith and Baldwin gun. <laughs> Um, this hard conversation that we need to have with one another is that we need to get all the people in line. And this is where we have to have a conversation. And this has to be said a number of times. Do your fucking job. Maybe this too. You need to grow the fuck up. That, that needs to be said because we need people to do their jobs. Okay? First and foremost, that is the people that are in charge of finding out if people can and cannot have guns. Okay, you, you, you need to do your job better. Okay, that, that, that's all I'm saying. Uh, remember gun racks and the rifle above the fireplace? America remembers. I agree. Now, the other hard t- discussion we're going to have is we're going to have to talk to police. We're going to have to sit down with the police and say, y'all need to really do your fucking job. And I'm not calling out police. I'm just saying this is where you have to make sure you dot every I and cross every T when it comes to everything. I know I can understand that it's a pain in the ass that you have to do so much paperwork and do all that kind of stuff. But if you do your job, then, then it makes the next process a lot easier. I was also I also would be mortified if I found out one of my guns was used to kill a bunch of people or just once not in a self defense act. Oh yeah. Um the the second part of telling police to do their job and, and police are probably mad at me, but I, I understand I want you to do your job better because I want to get rid of the appellate system. Not not completely. But for people that get, like, you know, get the death penalty, in most states, if you're given the death penalty, you're given at least, at least three appeals. No, no, we're going to get rid of that. If if you can, you can maybe talk me into one. We'll see. But if all the evidence is there, all the DNA, all that kind of stuff, because the cops did their job, then you don't need three appeals. You get your one, and then 
Bye-bye. You're going to get killed. And none of this living in prison for fucking 30, 40 years. No. Uh Uh-uh. You get your appeal quickly, right away. Oh, well, you didn't say it. The the most time, the most time that you're going to do is maybe two years. And I'm killing you. That's it. Nothing more, nothing less. You committed a capital murder. You've gotten your appeal. And the ACLU can come after me, and the Southern Law Practice can come after me. All they want is as as president. I, I don't give a fuck. One appeal and done. Cops are doing their jobs. This is where prosecutors have to do their jobs. And this is why we all have to sit down and have this hard discussion because nobody wants to do their jobs like this. It's a pain in the ass for cops to write these long reports. I get it. But if you're crying and poking and, and saying the, the, that a representative, that there's worse coming to you, threatening a representative over this, Joy Behar should be in jail right now. Unfortunately, too many legal jurisdictions and systems aren't interlinked and do this uh, territorial pissing act so people slip under the radar for gun purchases, and it's not cops doing the investigating. Uh, it's the fucking DAs and their minions who fuck up procedures that let criminals off the hook. No, I uh, look, look, I'm telling the cops do their job. That way you can hand it over to the prosecutors, and, and then they have to do their fucking job, and their minions have to do their job. I know I'm asking people a lot to do their jobs that you actually get paid money for, but you should be able to do your job. And unfortunately, I am, I, look, this is a pie-in-the-sky idea that I have that we're all actually going to work together and we're going to get a handle on this because I know it, you know it, we all know it. It's not going to happen because we are so split and divided in this country. Battleborn says, good morning. I'm kicking it today. Had to go to the shop for a random drug test. I forgot to study, but pretty sure I passed it. Good. According to Scotchy, January 6th was capital murder. Who got capital murder? The, the guy had a stroke. And, and the woman who jumped through the window, well, if somebody's holding a gun on me, I ain't jumping through that damn window. I'll just tell you that right now. I think in California you get as many appeals that you want, but the death penalty doesn't matter there. No. Fuck them. But the, the state of California is just such a, a loss. It, 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 it's just a loss right now. Until they get the right people in there, that state is going to be just shit. It's going to be a shit sandwich until they start doing things right in California. Um. I still feel uh, feel for the wrongly accused. If someone was framed and then they lose their life and afterwards new evidence comes forward, I understand that. I understand that. And that's the hard part is that we have to sit down and we have to this way you have to tell cops to do their jobs extremely well. To where we right the wrongs and we don't put the wrong pris- people in prison. Uh, morning, ass family. Bummed I missed yesterday's show, but today is my Friday, and I couldn't be happier. Awesome. Awesome. It's good to have you here, Alicia. By the way, everybody's favorite non-doctor is at it again. 
Yep, yep. Dickhead is at it again. Somebody who, I don't know if he's doing his job or he's just, he just, just shut up. By the way, this makes me want to vote. I think everybody should want to vote for Donald Trump after hearing this. Mr. Anthony Fauci said, no, when asked if he would stay in his post as chief medical examiner at the White House if Donald Trump won the election. There you go. We can get rid of Fauci. All we have to do is vote Trump in. That right there just sealed the election for him. Nobody in this country likes this guy. And if he says that he's going to leave, if, 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 and by the way, by the way, he won't. He won't. He won't leave. He's just making this up. This is like when he comes out and says the pandemic's over, and then two days later, oh, it's still on. I believe Stephen Avery was framed by his local cop. Who's Stephen Avery? Please tell me that was a kid running from the cops, and he turned and he flashed something silver at him. Yeah, you can't quit, loser. You're fired. You don't think Trump would fire? Oh, oh, look, look, look. Hell yes. I, th- I think that would be on the campaign trail. I'm going to fire this son of a bitch. Bold of him to assume he would be offered a position to stay on. You know, shit, he's been staying on for the last 30 years. Here you go. Here's the asshole. If Trump were to return to the White House as president um, and COVID is still a threat or there's some other public health emergency, would you have confidence in his ability? uh, Would you have confidence in his ability to deal with the the, pandemic of of this nature? Would you want to stay on in your post? well, no, <laughs> to the second uh, question. Bye. Uh, the, <laughs> the first question. I think is, I knew the answer know, to what uh, I had to ask. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> um, if, if you look at the history of what the response was during the administration, I think, you know, at best you could say it wasn't optimal. And I. Didn't, did, did, didn't he get a, a vaccine out? In like a year? I mean, I mean, look, we all fucked the pooch when it came to COVID, but I, I don't think he did a horrible job. He let states do what they, they were right to do. He didn't shut down anybody. He didn't force masks upon anyone. That wasn't until Crazy Joe came in. Well, I, I love how they change history. He's doing an interview live on CNN, so of course he won't say anything good. Now, when he does an interview on Fox, oh, yes, of course I'll be back. He's a dude from Wisconsin. There's a documentary about him on Netflix called Making a Murderer. Okay. Uh, That's a bold move, Cotton. Let's see how it plays out. That fucking twat was the one who recommended against the Chinese travel ban. (sighs) <sighs> I swear to God, I, I just, these people that are in office, these people that, that are running our country, 
they hate us. They all hate us. We're underlings to them. We All we are doing is taking space in their world. Oh, my God. Um, all right. Let's see. Allegedly, Ken Dog, I, I, I don't need any updates here. I, I do believe that the war is happening over there. Um, Russia has lost more than a third of its ground combat forces in Ukraine, and the forces that remain are depleted and have been unable to make any territorial progress in recent weeks. So what you're saying is Russia is losing this war. Now, now, now. Let, let, let's just let, let's just have a little talk here, shall we, about Russia and wars? Why are we why are we so afraid of Russia? Like after watching this shit, we're watching Ukraine beat Russia. You remember there was another country that beat Russia, which means, by the way, we'll be at war with Ukraine in about 15, 20 years. But you remember when Afghanistan, the little Afghanistan, the dirt people, they beat Russia? Let me just say this right now. I will never fear Russia again. If Russia loses to Ukraine, I know they have nukes. But as far as their military goes... The Russian military sucks. I said it. I said it. I said I said it. And I and I'm not trying to put Ukraine down at all. Was I trying to put Afghanistan down? Yes, yes, because I I don't like the dirt people. Um, but the Ruskies. You know, we, we've always feared the Russian, the, the, the Russian military. You know, they trained those Cubans in Red Dawn to come over here and kill us. And then them, they got turned away by a bunch of high school kids. I didn't realize it was a true story. They lost their best fucking boat. And they lost their most technological or techni- technical equipped tank against Ukraine. You really want to fuck around and find out? You want you want to fuck around and find out what toys the big boys have? Uh, in the immortal words of Scott Hall. Don't sing it. Bring it. Yep. Oh, I'm ready. I love seeing this shit about Russia. This is fantastic. Pissing them Russians off. And, 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 you know, I do feel bad for the Russian people because I don't, I don't remember seeing a bunch of Ruskies coming out on TV burning Ukrainian flags, wanting to go to war with Ukraine. McDonald's has said that they will now permanently leave Russia after this incident. They closed 850 of their stores, and they said, you know what? We're not going to reopen them. I got to say, let let me just say right now to all my my comrades over there, yo, man, I'm sorry. I'll let you all know how the the McRibs are later on this year. 
I don't know if you have like the McRib ski over there or the quarter pound ski. You probably you have the Royal ski, the Big Mac ski. I'm no longer uh, impressed when Maverick shoots down the Russian jets. It's like, hey, Maverick, I could have taken those jets down with a few rocks, right? You're like, oh, okay. Wow, look at that. Top Gun's awesome. We beat Russians. Whoopee. Now, if that would have been like the, if that would have been the Israeli uh, Air Force, then that's something impressive right there. Russia has the McVodka. Yep, so no more McDonald's in Russia. I have no reason to ever go to Russia now. If I'm going to be stuck eating nothing but borscht, that was my one caveat. Was At least I got McDonald's. I ain't even got that anymore. No more McBorscht. No, no more of that. Um, by the way, uh, California is not full of all stupid people. Obviously, the ass family. But a judge in L.A. has ruled that California's new landmark law, which we talked about on this show, which requires at least one woman on corporate boards is unconstitutional. Sorry, ladies. Now California hates you. No, 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 no. I'm kidding. But I'm not. No, it is unconstitutional. You can't tell. This this is what this is why I shake my head at the NFL. Because I guess in the NFL, you know, since the NFL manages the leagues, they can tell their employees or their owners who they can and can't hire or who they have to interview and all that kind of bullshit. But this new law in California said if you start up a corporation and you have a board of directors, you have to have at least one woman on there. Now, I don't have a problem with a woman being on the board of directors whatsoever. But she has to be qualified. Can't just put somebody on there. Sally from the typing pool can't come up and be the CFO, if she's not trained correctly. If they want to do something, make your fries hot again. <laughs> Nothing like video game footage is proof you shut down Russian planes. Okay, thank you. Yeah, These are, these are the best graphics I've ever seen. These are putting fucking Xbox and PlayStation to fucking shame. Oh, the, uh, the law would have up to three female directors by this year violated the right to equal treatment. Thank God. Thank God somebody was using their fucking brain. Jesus. But once again, do you, do you see where we're going here? This is where we're going. And it, yeah, you know what? I'm tracing it all back. I'm going to go back. I'm backing it up here. Here we go. 
backing it up to when everybody got trophies. No, no, no. And, and, and look, I can, I, can, I can speak this out. When every kid is given a trophy from the age of, I don't know, first grade on, because usually you start playing baseball in first or second grade. You got your little t-ball, which I didn't play because that was stupid. Started playing baseball in second grade, played all the way up until my freshman year of college. So imagine that you have that span, that 12-year span that you're indoctrinating children every year. They're going to get a trophy no matter what. No matter what they do, they could, they could miss every practice and only sit on the bench for every game until they had to go in. And they can finish the season off with 0 and 10. And everybody's still going to get a trophy. What does that teach your kids? You don't have to try, and you're still going to get rewarded for it at the end. You're going to get your pizza party, and you're going to get your, your trophy. Well, Artie, that's just baseball. That's just it. No, no. Because it starts to bleed into other things. And pretty soon we have all these people that feel this sense of, what's the word? That's right, entitlement. Well, wait a second. I need to get my trophy. I showed up, right? Well, no, the trophies are only for the winners. Well, that's bullshit. Every league I've ever played in, everybody gets a trophy. I will just say this right now. I guarantee. That has been said on so many soccer fields. Because there are a few leagues out there where they, they do believe in winning and losing. And all the pussy parents out there hate those leagues. Oh, they're so competitive. Eh? Why would you want to be that pay- their kid? Why? You- because you're raising adults. That's why. You fucking ignorant ass fucking people. So now we've gotten to the world of jobs. Hey, I think I I'd like to be a lawyer. I'm going to show up this law firm, and they're going to hire me. Well, you don't have any legal training. Well, it doesn't matter. I really want to become a lawyer. Well, we can't do that. What? You're you're being sexist to me. You're being racist to me. You're being pedophilic to me. Uh, I don't want a position I didn't earn. Genitalia is not a highlight on my resume. Man, you start putting your genitalia on your resume, that might be a highlight. Just telling you. (laughs) Well, we see just how putting a candidate based on gender worked out for Biden. Look at Kamala. That's a great point. Look, look Look at his cabinet. I've been screaming this for weeks now. Look at his fucking cabinet. He has someone who's unqualified for every job there. Mayor Pete Booty Gig. What does he know about being a transportation secretary? He was the mayor of a shit city. You got Rachel Levine or Levine or whatever that fucking bitch's name is that used to be a man four years ago. And now she is in, in charge of health and human services. I got a participation trophy now. Pay for four years of glorified daycare while I drink and smoke pot and protest and call it higher learning. And then when I don't put in any of my work at at that four-year place, give me my degree. 
a freak show buys tickets to view Biden's cabinet. No shit. I mean, this is something we should be seeing at a circus. But once again, once again, it all comes down to this. It, it, it comes down to, and, and I really truly do believe this, the, the handing out of trophies when kids were young. Everybody got a trophy. I truly think it's the worst thing that ever happened to America. And I don't give a fuck if your little uncoordinated fucking kid got a highlight out of that. Now your little uncoordinated, fat, stupid kid who's probably got a booger hanging out of his nose is going to be entitled and think that he's going to get whatever he wants. Why? Well, because that's the way it is. He's a kid. Well, Arnie, what can we do? Well, first thing we can do is, you parents out there, you stop allowing this. If there ever was, God forbid, an Arnie Jr. or an Arnett, and they played net league, my kid would my my kid would maybe make one practice net league, and I would find another league. First of all, for, for, first of all, first of all, my kid is not going to get a participation trophy. I will break it, and CPS will probably be called on me, and that's fine. You get a trophy if you win. Sprinkles are for winners. Let's all remember that. And let's all not forget how valuable losing actually is. And now I imagine I confused some people, so let me walk that back. Arnie, you said, wait, only winners get trophies. How can losing be? Losing teaches you so much more than winning. Winning teaches you a lot, but losing losing teaches you everything. And I will never, ever say to learn how to lose because I don't ever want people learning to be losers. But you have to learn from your loss. And like I said, it all starts at such an early age. If you think the handing out trophies wasn't detrimental to society, look around. This has been a 20-year experiment. I've been railing on trophies for kids for 20 years. And look what it's produced. Look at the America it's produced. And I dare you to say, Arnie, you're wrong. I dare you. Bingo, participation trophies were the beginning of the end. Yep. Yoda, even Yoda says failure is life's greatest. Ah, failure is life's greatest teacher. Uh, I shudder to think of the participation trophy mentality of my son's Taekwondo school. You're more or less guaranteed a promotion to your next belt phase, but it takes months of hard work and paying attention. And if you show up to belt testing not wearing your formal uniform, you're told to go home. Oh, and the kids spar with each other like a junior hunger game session. That is what kids need, recognition and promotion. But after months of work and exhaustion, amen, because they earned it. 
That's not a word we use much anymore in America is earn, especially when it comes to kids. Kids want an allowance. Well, how do you earn an allowance? You want to know how I earn? This is how I earned an allowance growing up until I was 13 and had my first job. That's right. I was working at 13. But I had to do a myriad of tasks during the course of the week to get $7 a week. Now, granted, it was a long, long time ago. But I'd get 7 bucks. Now, if, if I was going out with friends and things like that, my parents, of course, would, would you know, help me out. But 7 bucks. If I wanted to, if I wanted any money from them like that, I had to mow the backyard. Clean up dog shit. Um, let's see, what else does I have to clean up dog shit? God, I'm saving the worst job for last. Um, I'd have to take out the trash, of course. Keep my room clean. Those, those are standards. Keep my bathroom clean. Standards. School wasn't mixed into allowance because they just wanted me to do good in school, so they want to throw that in there. I did okay. Didn't do great, didn't do horrible, passed every grade. The worst job that I had, though, to get my allowance. Oh, I remember. Oh, the second worst job was picking up pecans in the front yard. I still hate pecans for that. And and the last thing was I had to clean out all the trash cans in the house. Like with a hose and soap and scrub. And sometimes, well, my mom was a smoker. And she would dump her ashtrays in these things. There's nothing grosser than wet ashes. Blech. Uh Ogre says, amen. My parents were like, you want to go out with your friends? You have an allowance? Need more money? Here's a list of extra chores. Do it or stay home. Bingo. In regards to teams having end-of-season parties, I honestly don't mind it. I think that's a time when the coaches can point out uh, where each kid grew the season. Now, giving out participation trophies, I say no. But I think something as a reminder of the uh, companionship and lessons learned from the season is good. A team photo or a team mom wants to put together a small memory book for each kid. That's fine to me. It's not a trophy saying you did great. It's a way to show that we had a, a shit-scoring season, but that time, how we grew, hopes. I have no problem with end-of-the-year parties. Now, the, the end-of-the-year pizza party, that, 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 that's a mainstay. Every team has to have an end-of-the-year pizza party. Okay? Every year. You have to have the pizza party. But you can't hand out awards. It's a pizza party. My parents forced me, and, and, and this is how much of an asshole I've been my whole life. Played, uh, it was either my first or second year playing organized baseball. I got chicken pox in the summer, which sucked. Which meant I had to miss a majority of the season. I was out for like four weeks. And I remember it was near the end of the season that I missed. And then we had the the end of the year pizza party. I didn't want to go to the pizza party. I didn't feel like I deserved to go to the pizza party because I didn't do shit. Parents made me go. I went. I had a good time. I had fun. 
But I'll tell you this right now. We didn't get any medals. We didn't get any trophies because we sucked. Thanks to Big Daddy being on the shelf. Just saying. Now, I got to say, somebody fuck with J.K. Rowling's, and she's not, you know, here's the thing about J.K. Rowling's. She's not dumb. She praised a feminist protester for standing her ground against a mob of trans activists at the Emmeline Parker statue in Manchester, UK, saying the famed leader of the British Suffolk movement would be proud. That's right. Trans activists were attacking a feminist protester. Good for her. Uh, A lone feminist protester waving a purple, white, and green suffocate flag being attacked by multiple trans activists with police eventually intervening to break up the scuffle. Members of the Manchester Trans Rise Up group dressed up in baklavas and black outfits held protests at the statue over the weekend, drawing some counter-protests from feminist groups. Once again, the woke eating the woke. She tweeted out, there's no conflict between women's rights and our ideology. To prove it, we've dressed up as ninjas to block public access to statue of a suffragette. We're confident this has done wonders for our cause and definitely is an unintentionally hilarious own goal. That's what she wrote. Let's see. I have the video here. How are you doing? You okay? I, uh, I did come for the statue, but if you want to have a discussion, I'm open to it. No? Okay. Sorry, wh- why are you blocking me from the statue? Hello? Well, i tell you this right now. It, it, my blood is fucking boiling. Oh, my blood is fucking boiling. If I'm going to look at a statue and some motherfucker dressed up in all black stands in front of me and he weighs about, let's look at this fella... He weighs all of about 137 pounds. Bam! Goes the dynamite. Yeah, I'm going to knock this motherfucker clean out. Clean out. I can clearly remember trying the I want an allowance thing, pulling up the other kids. My parents did not agree. They were under the thought I lived in the same home as long as I was physically able. I was helped to contribute. At about 13, I got really bad, and I was a bitch and yelled at my mom. She agreed $10 for the week of chores. At the end of the week, she paid me that afternoon. She took it back when she said, I'm going to the grocery store, and I said, uh, need anything? Whatever my apply was, she waltzed over to my dresser, snatched the $10, and said, this should cover it. I never again asked for an allowance, <laughs> and I got a job at 14. That's fantastic. This is, to me, this is funny, watching this. The, these guys, here's the story, it, and there's a bunch of people out there protesting and doing all this kind of crazy bullshit. But let me just say this right now. You, you can have your protest. You can do all the shit you want to do. I don't care. But if you block me from going to where I want to go, and there's no good reason to block me like there's like a manhole cover missing. 
if you think that you're going to intimidate me wearing an all-black outfit with your eyes cut out, son, let me, let, let, let me just tell you about myself. I'm an angry, angry man from the South. I carry multiple knives on me at most times. And if you stand in front of me, I'm going to cut you. I, I, th- this, th- this, imi- this intimidation thing. I don't walk around town like chest swolled up, bumping into people. trying. Why are these people doing this? You don't intimidate anybody just because there's 17 of you? Well, let me make a couple phone calls. I'm down. You want to dance? Okay, let me make a phone call or two. All I got to do is call one person. T to the O to the double M to the Y. Motherfucker, please. 2117 with me and him, we won. This is so funny to me. Oh, man. Well, I tell you what, the tra- I, I don't know what made him get so tough, but the trans people got this, this tough girl or tough boy phase in them. They think that there's some Billy Badasses there. And I already know that I'm screwed if I get into a fight with them because then it's going to be a hate crime. Uh, hey, activists, um, I've been to jail. I, I don't care. I, I, I've been to jail, ate the bologna sandwiches, fell in love with bar S bucking bologna because of it. Now what you got? Horses' asses. <sighs> when did it become so out of left field to just have your own opinion on shit? I don't agree with the trans movement. I'm not going to block them. I'm not going to vote against them. I am going to try to respect them as much as they possibly respect me. That's where we'll, we'll, we'll see where it goes. I saw a video of uh, this fucking horse's ass who, who plays the Flash. Who's getting arrested all the time over in Florida, not Florida, but uh, Hawaii. He's been arrested like three times. I saw the the uh, police camera footage of the last arrest he had where he was being very cooperative with police, and they were being very cooperative with him. They put him in the back of the car. He's like, can you please watch my hands? I'm a guitar player, my nerves. And they're like, hey, man, no problem, because he was, he was complying with them. So they were, once again, when you comply, you don't die. Now, it wasn't until they got into the car and the guy is talking and he's asking questions of the police officer. And the police officer said, no, sir. Now, now at the time, the guy was dressed in a pair of purple pants with a dress shirt on and a tie and a jacket. And he looks like a man. Ezra Miller, that's his name. This guy's a piece of shit. Because when the officer said, yes, sir, he was just saying that. Ezra Miller decides to put off his, his tough girl pants not realizing he's in the back of a squad car and he's handcuffed. 
and says, uh, I am a non-binary uh, person, blah, blah, blah. My pronouns are this and this. If you call me that again, I, I, I can't be held responsible for my actions. And it's also against the law. It's a hate crime. It's hate speech. And the, the poor officer's like, I was just trying to be respectful to you. Sorry. Well, I tell you what, we would have had to stop that damn police car. I let him out of his cuffs, draw my gun, and go, hey, you spit on my wrist. Wipe it off. Couldn't he just run away at the speed of light, right? You would think. I uh, just, uh, just makes me fucking cringe thinking about these people. Uh, by the way, the producer of the movie Rusk, or Rust, you know, the one where Alec Baldwin murdered that cinematographer, where he gunned her down. I wish Alec Baldwin was around me where I could say stuff like that out loud just to piss him off in the background. Did you see that movie Rust? Is that the one where Alec Baldwin gunned that woman down? I'm sorry, is that where Alec Baldwin gunned that unarmed woman down? Well, they say they're going to finish it. (laughs) Go ahead and finish this movie. Release it. And then sign over everything to the gal's husband. Because if you release this movie, any money that it makes, and it's an Alec Baldwin movie, so it's not going to make a lot. But now it will because it's been in the news for so long and everybody's going to want to see that scene. Which, by the way, will be cut from the movie. Any money that movie makes goes to that fucking husband and son. That's all I got to say. That's all I'm saying on this. I'm pulling a Forrest Gump. That's all I got to say about this. Douglas says, lack of accountability. I'm not responsible for my actions. So fucking dumb. Yep. Personal responsibility is now a thing way of the past. Nobody believes in personal responsibility anymore. Nobody. I mean, outside of this show. And I, I've been called on it. Uh, you know, people come up to me and they say, well, you, you don't take responsibility for what happened to you. Well, I take 100% responsibility for what happened to me. Absolutely. Every day I was in detox, I didn't know if I'd have a job the next day. I knew it. It still hurt. Hey, hey, when bad things happen, you can you can own it. I own what happened to me. It still fucking hurt. And it was still wrong the way it was done. But, hey, if I have to look at it for what it was, it was my fault. Completely my fault. They'll probably have a big premiere here in New Mexico because that's the character of people here. Proud of violence and being dirtbags. <laughs> Anytime someone gets shot in that movie, shout out. Was that the cinematographer? Well, when silence is violence, what do you expect? 
Yeah, the people that come up with silence and violence, shut up. Our final story in the first segment today. Now, now look, look, we got listener mail coming up next. Sponsored by JS Floors, of course. Now, I'm just having fun with this. I, I don't need anybody to let me know about studies or things like this. This is just the way my brain works. When I see the headline, The Things Your Dog Wishes You Knew, TV vet Dr. Scott reveals common canine behavior owners misinterpret. From a wagging tail that says, I'm tense to nervous lip licking. I'll just go through a couple of these, and and then I'm going to give you why I'm hesitant about this story. Tail wagging. Many people believe that's a happy or excited dog. Well, it can be. It also can be a sign of overstimulation, frustration, confident, or simply assessing the situation in front of them. Let me just say this right now. Getting this text I just got from Stephanie, oh, below me, Dr. Scott. Good, 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 good. Let me just say this right now. Hey, Dr. Scott, did you ask a dog? Did a dog tell you that? Oh, I'm wagging my tail right now because, well, I'm assessing the situation. Now, now, I know there are lots of experts, and I, I'm sure there's been a lot of science done and all that kind of I'm not knocking that, but I'm here to tell you, I'm here to tell you, until, until you sit down and actually have a conversation with a dog, a cat, fish, a monkey, and you can actually do it with a monkey. You could have a conversation with them in sign language. So we take the monkeys out of it. Cows, bulls, sharks. We have no clue what goes on in their brain. No clue. Oh, sharks don't like the taste of people. How do you fucking know? They sure do bite the shit out of them a lot, don't they? Or sharks like me in a box of Russell Strovers. Like when you bite into that shitty fruit candy and you put it back in the box, is that all a shark is doing? I have ruined that piece of candy, yet I'm putting it back in the box. Usually I ruin the candy and I just throw it the fuck away. Maybe they built a dog translator like the episode of The Simpsons with the baby translator Homer's brother invented. Herb? His brother Herb? Teeth chattering. Your pet is suffering with dental problems like tooth decay and, and abscess. It's not like us humans. Like our, our teeth chatter when we're cold. Licking their lips. That means dogs want to have sex with you like humans. No, that, that's not it. No. They're uncomfortable in the situation. Exposing their tummy. While it can be a sign that your pooch is desperate for a belly rug, a dog lying on their back and exposing their stomach doesn't always mean they want to be touched. 
and touching their stomach, according to Dr. Scott, could result in an aggressive response from a dog. Yes, like the dog rolling back and forth in joy and wagging its tail while it's laying on the ground and you're rubbing its belly. Hey, Dr. Scott, go fuck yourself. Can I say I would love, 100% love to sit and talk with my dogs? I'm dying to know the voice and the personality they have. Lord knows they have been living with what I perceive them to be. But my 125 old big old boy is not a slow, goofy southern boy. What if he identifies as Ed Sheeran and he's a ginger on the inside with a cute little accent? When a male dog licks its balls, it means he wants to stay a bachelor. And my little Frenchie, she's got a look of whatever, Jen, whenever the fuck it is. And that's all the time, all the day, every day. She's just unimpressed with life. Her voice is a dopey and sad cartoon dog. What if it turns out and she talks to me like that lady that says, oh, but like Cardi B? If your dog is chewing on a black secret service agent, you're probably Joe Biden. We all have we all have voices and pers- Bubba's voice is, uh, hey guys, duh, it's me, Bubba. Uh, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go sniff some butts now. I uh, hope you don't mind. Uh, right now, uh, Dad's talking about me, and I'm just laying here pretending not to hear him on the couch. Duh. You know, Dad had food this morning. He gave some to me. He gave me toast. At least that's what he calls it. I don't know what it's called. I'm a dog. Uh-oh, I got a fart. There he is. That's Bubba. All right. Uh, phone number is 775-357-FANS. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com is where you can write me. By the way, I'm on TikTok under uh, the Arnie State Show, the real Arnie State Show. Uh, my jokes today are, why do walruses love Tupperware parties? Because they're always looking for a tight seal. All right. And why did Helen Keller's dog commit suicide? You would, too, if your name was... My German Shepherd's voice is the guy from Sling Blade. Okay. Give me some biscuits and taters. Okay. All right. Uh, all right. Uh, you got the email address. We'll do email next. <laughs> Something up with me Hey, sweet baby Don't you think maybe We could find us a brand new recipe I got a hot rod Ford and a two-dollar bill And I know a spot right over the hill Soda pop and the dancing spree So if you want to have fun Come along with me Say, hey, good looking What you got cooking How's about cooking Something up with me Thank you. 
sense I'll keep it till it's covered with age Cause I'm writing your name down on every page Say, hey, good looking What you got cooking? How's about cooking something up with me?
keep me company Sometimes I go for a walk Look at the moon Stir my guitar Sing out in a tune Honey, you're the reason I can't sleep at Gatorade and smell like nickels. Now back to the Arnie State Show, also known as Ass. Your ass look good. I'm gonna violate that. Wait, no, that's not. Wait, wait. Word. Call 775-357-FANS. That right there was a fun block of music to play. Battleborn got it. We started with Hank Sr., then went Hank Jr., and then Hank the Third. There's another one, but I ain't got none of his music yet, and I don't like I, the, the stuff I heard. I don't have it for a reason because I don't like it. But uh, the the first three, all Hanks. So there you go, right here on the Arnie States show. Uh, is there any, I gotta, next Tuesday, depending on how late we're out, next Tuesday might be an off day for the show, depending on the fact that th- this is what's happening. Braddy Kid, who's been a lifelong New Kids on the Block fan, worst fucking band of all time, they're coming to the Dallas-Fort Worth area, and that was my Valentine's Day gift was not only tickets, but I said I would go with it. So we've got tickets to go see him. It was supposed to be Sunday night. Well due to the Mavericks just beating the shit out of the Suns in Game 7, the Mavericks will be at home now Sunday night. And Maverick or the, the concert has been moved to Monday night. So, yes, next Monday night I will be going to the NKOTB Salt and Pepper and Rick Astley show. I'm looking forward to seeing – I'm looking forward to being Rick rolled, and that's about it. But, hey, it, it, Braddy Kid's going to have a good time, and that's all that matters. So there you go. We might not, depending on how late we get out of there, how late the show is, we'll see. We will play that one by ear. 
That's insane. They can move an already pre-planned event for the spur of the moment basketball game. They can't. Well, every basketball season, uh, all the basketball stuff, uh, like wherever it is, the Kings have had to do this in the past before, back when they used to go to the playoffs. I think a walker, at least a cane, is required to go to a new kid's concert. They, like their fans, have the same gear when <laughs> on stage. Oh, I believe me. Believe me. I, I'm ready for it. So there you go. Uh, all right. But, yeah, that's next week. So, uh, But today, today, today's Tuesday, and that means it's time for Listener Mail, which, by the way, Listener Mail is brought to you by JS Floors, the best flooring store in the West. Oh, my God, the rest. Let me just tell you right now. Uh, This is so disgusting. They come to your house and they give you this fake estimate. What what they're actually doing is they're stealing all your underwear. And by all your underwear, I mean even in in the hamper. They're stealing your dirty drawers. And what they like to do is they didn't, they, they take their collection of dirty underpants and they drive across the border down to Mexico and they put them on like the kids selling chiclets and they take pictures for pornographic reasons of kids selling chiclets with your underwear on. Oh, I've seen them. It's disgusting. It's an act that needs to be stopped. You know who doesn't do that? You know who doesn't steal your underwear and then force kids that are selling chiclets in Mexico to wear them so then he can later pleasure himself to that? You know who doesn't do that? My good friend Jesse over at JS Floors. No, he doesn't do that. What he does is he comes to your house, he looks at your floors, and he puts in great floors because that's what matters to him. So give him a call at 775-267-4123. Maybe sold underwear. Uh, let's see. Uh, they can't play the game earlier in the day? No, no, no. Why make thousands of people quickly scramble to change their plans to make a, this paid-for-concert happen? Because the, the Mavericks have first right to refusal of that, that arena. The rest just scored a big contract to floor the set of the movie Rust. They're excited because Alec Baldwin said that he would personally take care of them when their work is done. I think you can do the show no matter how late you're out. You're hanging tough. Thank you. There you go. That's because basketball matters. NKOTP does not. Uh, all right. First one here. Let, 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 let's get to this letter stuff here. Uh, we got to change this to put that to there and then go. Oh, what a beautiful morning. Welcome to Mail Call. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for Mail Call. What the fuck do you want? All right. The first one is from Danielle. Says, what's up, Arnie? I've been listening for a few months, and I love your show. But today, when you crank called Mattel and yelled, when are you releasing the diabetes Barbie with a detachable foot? I laughed so goddamn hard. And honestly, I've been giggling over it the entire day. Fucking hilarious. Keep up the awesome job. One of my new favorite podcasts. Well, Danielle, thank you so very, very much. I do really appreciate that. And thank you for finding the show, and thank you for becoming a part of the Ass family. Every once in a while, my the phone calls go really well. Yeah, yesterday we didn't have a good day on the phones. We were trying to call some school that wanted to 
kick kids out for another dumb reason. I don't know. But, yes, look at this. See, welcome, Danielle. See, look, look at that. The ass family already jumping in. Got to love the ass family. That was, that, was, that was a fun line. By the way, by the way, Danielle, I have a shirt that says The Beatus, and it's got four pictures with Beatles haircuts on, on, on Wilford Brimley because he has The Beatus. God bless Wilford Brimley. Well, he's dead now, isn't he? Didn't Wilford Brimley just die? Yeah, he did. Wilford Brimley died last year. God bless his soul. Uh, so thank you, Danielle. Keep listening. Tell all your friends about it. Please, please, please. Uh, next one here. Let's see. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for mail call. Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Everybody's welcoming Danielle VQ. Says for two ninety nine a month, Danielle, you can re-listen to that show. Yeah, it seems like Wilford Brimley died in like nineteen ninety. I think he just died like last year, either last year or the year before last. Ratburger just texted me, you can't fight big basketball unless you're BLM. Oh, yeah, then they'll get out of the way. Uh, this next letter is from Herschel. It says, Arnie, just wondering what your thoughts were on the movies to come out so far this year. I have loved your reviews for years, and I think Christopher is right on with his as well. I, I, I have to give it up to Christopher whenever we talk movies now. Christopher does such a bang-up great job. With movies, I, 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 I'd be lost without him. I would have seen a lot, of, lot more shitty movies this year without Christopher. God bless him. Um, Christopher's right on with his as well. But to me, this year has been disappointing, maybe because I expected these movies to be better since we've been waiting for so long. Oh, I'm picking up what you're putting down. Um, I heard that movie Morbius. Everybody was waiting for Morbius to come out because it was Jared Leto and it was, it was like Marvel's Batman kind of, but not really. And the movie flopped. I mean, the movie flopped. And that was one of those big pictures. Look, look, look at the Matrix movie. I know it came out in December, but look at the Matrix. Christopher says, thank you. Oh, Christopher, I'd be to- so lost. Andy's helping now with the, uh, everybody really helps, but he's sent me a bunch of the things for the, uh, the whatchamacallit, the, uh, the thing we do, Mount Rushmore. <laughs> I had a brain fart. I'm sorry, I'm just not feeling good. Um, as far as movies have gone this year, I have been extremely disappointed. That, to, extremely. The Sopranos movie, terrible. And this isn't just me hating on movies. The Sopranos movie sucked. Have I seen a movie this year that I've liked? I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of the last movie I saw that I liked. Anybody remember the last movie I liked? Hold on a second. Let, let, me, let me go through the phone here. Let's go to the old Instagram, shall we? Uh, all right, we'll go to Orny States. Now I did I did like the I, I loved the Nicolas Cage movie. I did like that. I'm about to watch the Northman because it came so highly uh, recommended by Chris for the Northman. 
He said it had a feel of like 300 on there. So I, I might watch that this week or next week. Uh, let's see. Going through these movies. Going through my – I don't even know what the fuck that is. That's – I didn't see that one. Uh, get through all the whoopies here. You know, hold on a second. WrestleMania. I'm just checking my Instagram page to see all the things that I've reviewed, if I've reviewed enough. I still haven't got those pumas yet. Man. I don't have a lot on here. Yikes. Got a bunch of t-shirts. Jeepers. Hmm. Trying to think, what it, Christopher? Can you think of anyone that that's been great this year that we've we've agreed on? I mean, you, you're asking me how I I I've, I felt the movies this year have sucked. I'm holding my breath for Top Gun, Colin Maverick. I know I said I wasn't going to see it, but they moved it back up to May, so I can see it now because it's not in December. I didn't see Doctor Strange because I'm not a Benedict Cumberbatch fan. You like King Richard? That was until Will Smith. I, you know what? Hey, well, that that was a good movie. King Richard was a pretty good movie. Okay, thank you, Christopher. But yeah, this movie, the 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 movies this year, they've been terrible. Batman, goddamn, Batman was horrible. Robert Pattinson, please don't let him play him again. Well, you know what? Let's go to Fandango. Let let, let I haven't done this in a while. Uh, go to Fandango. There's a new Downton Abbey movie. Man, you people that see the damn Downton Abbey movies, what the fuck is wrong with you? Wasn't that like a PBS show or something, and now they made a movie out of it? Y'all are a bunch of nerds. That's right, I said it. Nerds. All right. I only, I only watched King after all the drama. I would have never heard of it. It was a damn good movie. Excellent uh, for Corona times. Yeah, I, I thought I thought it was a good movie. Finding Nolan next week, baby. I'll be there. And, of course, Top Gun colon Maverick. Cannot wait. Uh, all right, let's see. Coming out the week after that, Bob's Burgers? No, I think Bob's Burgers is terrible. I'm sorry. What the hell is this? No, I'm not going to see that. Uh, zero contact with Anthony Hopkins. Nope. Oh, my. Sunday, May 29th. Smokey and the Bandit 45th anniversary. I'll be going to see that shit. I, I, I did that a few years ago. My buddy... uh. Y'all remember J.D. the Hawk. We we did that five years ago for the 40th anniversary in Reno. Nothing like seeing that on the big screen. On the big screen. Uh, let's see. No, I won't see the dash cam. What's this? Dash cam, probably won't see that. Eiffel Tower, no. Robin Hood, fuck no, that looks terrible. The Passenger looks terrible. Celebration of the Golden Girls on June 7th, no. Jurassic World, I can't believe there's another fucking Jurassic Park movie. 
Uh, summer movie season hasn't happened yet. We had two and a half month long fuck you, it's January season this year. So we front loaded hard with crap. I've reached the point of being sick of pretty much any Hollywood chums. Hollywood chums come out and very, very picky about what to invest the time and effort into seeing. I thought I was the only one who didn't like Batman. I fucking hated it. I hated it when they announced that Robert Pattinson was the new Batman. Who's afraid of Robert Pattinson? If Robert Pattinson comes up to me in an alley and says, hey, I'm Batman, I am going to whoop his monkey ass. He's not tougher than anybody. Hell, Kristen Stewart probably could kick his ass. I won't see the Buzz Lightyear movie. That just looks terrible. Oh, man. I, I, oh, Elvis 2022. Yeah, I'll see the Elvis movie. Looking forward to that one. Okay, so I've got two movies I, I'm going to see so far. Two or three. They're releasing another sniper movie. Jesus. The new Thor movie looks god-awful. God-awful. Uh, the only movies I've been seeing are the Marvel movies, and that's just for completion. But if the new Thor makes him a bumbling name, oh, yeah. I'm walking out. I'm telling you right now, Ogre, you need to go to a computer and watch the trailer for the new Thor movie. I, I thought it looked ridiculous. I'm going to save you the time and effort. Whoa. Holy shit. Thursday, July 28th, the 40th anniversary of Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Might have to go to that. Joe Coy has a new movie with uh, Tiffany Radish called Easter Sunday. That looks like an abortion on a stick. What's The Bride? That makes me excited to think Quentin Tarantino, The Bride. We're through August. There's a movie called Honk for Jesus, Save Your Soul. Nope, not going to see that. Puss in Boots. Nope. Wow. Man, I'm in October now, and these are Black Adam comes out in October. That's a new rock movie. So whatever pay-per-views going on WWE, that's what we'll get. I'm sorry to go through these, but I just... Boy, this is a terrible... Oh, the new Avatar movie comes out in December. Shazam comes out in December. Well, this is just garbage. Just flat-out garbage. I'm, I'm just telling you right now. Wow. I've seen the Thor trailer, and it looks awful. I'm apparently in the minority who thinks Rangarok wasn't that good. And Taki Wiki, the director, the most overrated, shitty director on Earth, he thinks he's clever when he's not. They'll probably make Elvis a wife-beating racist who stole everything and stumbled his way into fame. No, uh, this one, uh, Ogre, this movie, It's called Elvis, but it's more of a look at Colonel Tom Parker. I'm actually looking forward to it because they're going to be smirched the shit out of Colonel Tom Parker. So I'm looking forward to that. But that's about it, man. 
Wow, I didn't think it was that. This is a bad year for movies. Holy shit, it's like fucking Corona hit all over again. My God. Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Arnie, I was listening to your discussion about the shooting in Buffalo and your question about is this terrorism or a hate crime? Aren't all acts of terror hate crimes? Can't they get more of a sentence against him for terrorism? The only thing is that this is really more of a racist than terrorist thing. Whatever the case, he's going to prison forever and ever, and that's from Michael. Um, well, everything has to have a label on it now, whether it's domestic terrorism or if this is a hate crime. I, I mean, I literally, I, I, I don't know why we're arguing over it. It, it. And I know I started the argument by asking what it was. But I ask that because that's how stupid we are in society. Is now we're arguing over what it's going to be. The kid walked into a grocery store while filming and opened fire and killed 10 people. And he planned it. That's 10 cases of first-degree murder. And, of course, because he lives in the fucking pussy State of New York. They don't have the death penalty there, right? So he'll get life in prison. He'll get 10 life in prisons. The Buffalo shooter should have his testicles slowly pecked to death by angry roosters and his legs slowly devoured by flesh-eating virus. Hey, I'm all for it. I can't believe that the thing that pisses me off and I know it it sucks, but this is our system. He pled not guilty. Motherfucker, please. It, you, you pled not guilty so you can get a fucking long, drawn-out trial. You're going to spend millions upon millions of dollars, of taxpayers' dollars, to convict you, to put you into prison for life. Personally, I I hope they accidentally mix up your paperwork and they put you into the into the brother wing of that prison. Just for like ten minutes, that's all we need. Ten minutes, done. Pull a Jeffrey Dahmer on his ass. Meanwhile, no one is speaking of the Chinaman who shot up the Taiwanese church. Did you know we had over 600 mass shootings last year? Yeah, we're already at, what, 230 so far this year? All Donald Trump's fault because he's the president. Oh, wait. Oh, sorry. I got a question about this church shooting. Because I I guess the guy that caused it, one of the, the last people that died in that church shooting, was a doctor, and he's originally from Texas. I was here. I heard the story today about it. Uh, he's a doctor from Texas and he was at this church and he ran directly at the shooter and the shooter of course shot him when he ran directly at him, but it was able to let people from the side and back tackle the shooter. The guy gave his life. So, and now there's this thing going on here in Dallas where there's all kinds of crimes that are being perpetrated. And it seems like by the same person, uh, Chinese restaurant was shot up, uh, 
like a, a, a beauty salon was just recently shot up and someplace else. I have to ask this question. Because um, you're seeing a lot more, you know, like celebrities coming out and saying it's Asian American month and stuff. When did, uh, and, and, and I'm being totally serious, I, I need help here. When did all this hate towards Asians come out? Like, we see the commercials about them being recognized more. This is, you know, anti-Asian defamation month or whatever. And and we see these crimes against Asian people. Like, in New York, people are, well, a woman got beat with a hammer. Yeah, nobody's talking about it because it's Asian on Asian crime. It's like Chicago, but Asian. But, yeah, but, but with all this Asian crime that's going on, Is it is it anti-Asian or is it Asian on Asian? I I don't know. Uh, they blame COVID on Asians. Okay, is is that what this is? Is this all manifesting down from that? I mean, I think this started up. Remember, we talked about this before with, with like all the the stars coming out that who are Asian who are talking about it, and, and I have nothing against Asian people. But this is a, this is some kind of like new thing that's going on. This this anti you know Asian violence. We ain't telling people not to pick on Mexicans anytime. My quote Indian neighbor's pizza place in Citrus Heights has been getting vandalized. Twice in two weeks, his glass was blown out. Fox 40 did a newscast on it. He thinks it's racism, anti-Asian. Okay. One reason uh, Buffalo will be a bigger deal than this year than the big deal mass shooting is that a white boy is radicalized with a racist like Viore. Uh, the black neighborhood killed blacks. It's bad what he did, but all the others are just as bad, like Asian church shooting in SoCal. And next and next and next and next after that. Well, he says, got to bounce. Pray this 12-hour shift goes by fast and smooth. Well, hey, remember, it's Friday for you. But I'm very intrigued by this. Like, it, it, I guess so. Uh, they blame it on COVID. I guess, is that what it is? Okay. It's not right. Not right at all. No, 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 no. I mean, because not all Asians are Chinese. Just want to point that out. If you're one of these people that listens to me and you're a good old boy and you're like, yeah, yeah, they gave us COVID. Well, the Koreans didn't. The Japanese didn't. People in India didn't. And yes, they are recognized as Asians. We need to go back to picking on Central Asians from <laughs> Uzbekistan, right? Somewhere like that. And now you know who hasn't gotten their racist co- comeuppance? Madagascar. When's the last time you heard about Mas- Madagascar's getting <laughs> shoved into subways? Oh, it's funny. All right, next mail. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. Don't move. Stay where you are. 
It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Yeah, we might only do a couple stories after we get done with the news or with the with the, the mail. I'm fading fast. But but I have a couple really great stories I have to do. I have to do these. Uh, all right, this one is from Frank. It says, Arnie. Okay, let me start off by saying I'm a dude. Okay, you're a dude. And I'm not trying to be a smartass or start anything with anybody. But why is the formula shortage such a big deal? Can't women just breastfeed for an extra month or so to replenish the stock? I know, I know some women can't produce enough milk, and they should be the ones getting the formula. Again, sorry, but I'm a dude. I saw a story recently, and and you know what? I saw it in passing, and I'm pissed because I saw it in passing, and I didn't stop to investigate it. Something from last year with Bill Gates selling baby formula or something. I don't know what it was. Ken Dog has called Frank a moron. Frank, but, but Ken Dog, he's a dude. He's a dude. Now, I know there's a lot of women that can't breastfeed. It hurts too much. They don't produce enough milk, and they need... The, the formula. Some women out there that overproduce. Hell, they sell their own damn milk. I think that's gross as shit, but I, 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 I let's see. Hold on a second. I want to find this. See if I can find this Bill Gates. Bill Gates and baby formula. Bill Gates-backed artificial breast milk company is not responsible for the baby formula shortage. That's the headline. Everybody, all these things. The the formula shortage isn't related to Bill Gates. Really? 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 The richest man in the world at one time. Um, let, let, let me answer his letter. Um, there are a lot of women that rely on it. They, they sometimes keep the baby formula in case their body isn't making enough. And baby formula isn't something that we in this country should be running out of. I mean, it's fairly important. And yes, there are stories. And I had one today. I didn't do it. There's a a Republican representative that went down to the border and found cases and cases and cases of stockpiles of formula for immigrants, yet we don't have enough in this country. I think something needs to be said about that, and maybe an investigation into the fact that, you know, Bill Gates was talking a lot of shit before COVID happened, and what happened? COVID. And then Bill Gates starts up this, he backs a, a, an artificial breast milk company. And a year later, we have a shortage? I don't know. Hey, coincidence, uh, I don't know. Is that an article written by Bill Gates? No shit. 
I'm looking at the stats of mass shootings, and I bet y'all can guess which city leads in mass shootings. Douglas, I'm going to guess Chicago. Am I right? Am I right? Am I right? Is it Chicago? Because if it is Chicago, then we aren't going to talk about mass shootings anymore. If Chicago has the most mass shootings, they've done it to themselves. Uh, I believe the FDA closed the biggest baby formula factory over a paperwork or something. Now they said they'll probably reopen it. Douglas says, damn it, it was too easy. So wait a second. The most mass shootings have happened in Chicago. It doesn't count. Those are not mass shootings. Those are called weekends. Well, I, I have to click on this now. Maybe Ukraine and mount an offensive against Russia, steal all the formula, and save American babies. Oh, I want to see this story now so bad. Um, let's see. Okay. Perpetrators. 74% black, 12% white in mass shootings. What? What? Wait a second. Hold the phone on this. This is the greatest pie chart I've ever seen. Mass shootings with a known perpetrator, 227. Mass shootings with an unknown perpetrator, 409. 95% are male. 74% of that is black. 12% Latino, 12% white, 4% Asian. Ages 18 to 25, they get 40%, 47%. Illinois has had 80 mass shootings this year. Texas, 53. California, 41. Unsolved mass shootings. Illinois, 69. Top 10 cities for mass shootings. Chicago, 58. Next closest city is Philadelphia with 18. Wait a second. Wait, wait where's Buffalo? Where, 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 where's Buffalo in there? All right, so we're at what? 200 number of mass shootings in 2020. Oh, that's 2021. Okay. If they're all happening in Chicago, we, we can't count these as mass shootings. This is gang crime. Stop it. Look at the stats in 29. They're much lower. Strange. Oh, yeah. Chicago is worse by a landslide. They lead everything. Uh, I, I find that that's awesome, Douglas. Thank you so much for finding that. Good God. 88 mass shootings in Chicago. And I'm surprised Mayor Gollum hasn't blamed Detroit and L.A. for not picking up the slack and making her look bad. Mayor Gollum is such a fucking piece of shit. Like, do you guys ever just sit back, like, and think? I, I find myself every once in a while just caught in thought. 
What did the people in Chicago deserve to get her? What did they do to deserve to get her? I know they voted Democrat. We can all laugh. Ha ha, they voted Democrat. But what kind of, I, I, I want to know, what did they do to deserve such a rotten leader? She has literally done nothing. Nothing. Nothing about the problem. It, it, it amazes me. It truly does amaze me. And by the way, nothing will be done. You know what has to be done? What has to be done is this. We the people have to stand up and say enough is enough. We have to vote out these people that won't do anything about it, that won't lift their fingers to prosecute or put these people to death. We need to go out and vote and put the right people in office that will do their jobs. Like I was talking about earlier. Everybody's got to start doing their fucking jobs. It seems to me like this, outside of the medical industry, the more important your job is, the less you do. I mean, really. We, we, we all have jobs. We all, the Ast family, we all have jobs. And, and when we go to work, we're expected to work. If we don't do our jobs, we get fired. Yet, nobody in government gets fired. And nobody there does their jobs. Why, why, is, why is Lori Lightfoot still the mayor of Chicago? And this experiment, Special Kale just said, wanted to be woke. This experiment with woke needs to end. It, it, it just, it's put us in such a bad place as America. You want to bring America close together, you get rid of the woke people. Because this is what happens. A woke person gets offended over something really stupid and infantile, right? And they change it. And then somebody who isn't woke, they have to change something because, well, somebody else gets offended. And then they start to get mad. And then something offends them. And then they go after it rather than just not worrying about it and leaving it alone. They go after it. And then the shit isn't canceled. And then they get mad and they get bitter. And then they're bad and bitter at the woke people. And rightfully so. That's right. I'm at work right now doing my job while I listen. Exactly. Do your fucking jobs. And I ain't talking to the ass family. I'm talking to the policemen out there, the police women, firefighters. I don't have to tell those people. Those people do their jobs. It's the people that wear the shirts and ties and have government office jobs. They don't do their job. And until the president starts doing his job and then the vice president does her job, which, by the way, is never going to happen. I just want them to do an inch of their job. Just work on the border. If you shored up the border by November, you might have a chance. Not really at all, but, yeah, you might. I saw somewhere where Geraldo was talking last night. Uh, Geraldo said that, if by, if, if by chance Roe versus Wade is overturned by the Supreme Court, the Democrats will probably win in December or in November. 
did somebody recently drop Geraldo on his head again? I swear to God. God, the stupidity in this country. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. It's here. Listen up. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Uh, before I get to this mail, we were talking movie years earlier. I turned on TV yesterday. I was flipping around channels. Nothing good was on, so I checked on the movie channels. And uh, Showtime was showing the movie Whiplash with J.K. Simmons and, and that, that, that dickhead who's in, in Top Gun, Colin Maverick, Miles Teller. You want to talk about a great fucking movie. If you've never seen the movie Whiplash, boy, I tell you what, as somebody who's competitive, who likes coaches to yell at me, this is not a it's a movie about playing the drums. He is the ultimate fucking badass. J.K. Simmons is a bad man in this movie. Great movie, though. I, I totally recommend the movie Whiplash. Great movie. Uh, all right, here we go. Uh, this next one, do, did we do all that? Yeah, we did all that kind of stuff. Arnie, why are there so many goddamn award shows now? I mean, back in the day, it was the American Music Awards and the Grammys. Now we have Billboard, Nickelodeon, MTV, even though they don't play music. Why do we need so many award shows? That's from Heather. Stinkfist says that movie's so good. J.K. Simmons is just a straight dick. Dude, like, I have a hard time in some parts in that movie when he's, like, fucking being J.K. Simmons. I have a hard, like, even for me, it's like, God damn. But wait till the end of the movie. And there, oh, there, there's, there's such a, a moral to the story at the end of that film. Oh, it's so fucking heavenly. Um... To get to this letter here, why are there so many award shows? Because Hollywood needs to be recognized. You know how we were talking about earlier? The stars of today were kids, last generation. They all grew up in the same time where everybody gets awards. This is why Hollywood has so many fucking award shows. He won an Oscar for it. Well deserved. You're goddamn right it was. Hollywood, these people in Hollywood, they have to be coddled. They'd have to be told how wonderful they are. No matter if it's Billboard, if it's Nickelodeon, if it's Joe's Cheese Shop. I mean, seriously, there are, I mean, the Screen Actors Guild Award, the Hollywood Foreign Press, the ACMs, the CMAs, all this shit. I say go back to get rid of the Grammys. The Grammys have sucked my whole life. The American Music Awards, whatever. Give me the, uh, the Academy of Country Music Awards, but let me be one of the fucking people that are judging. You can have that one. You, you can have some kind of like MTV Awards. I guess they still give music awards out even though they don't play music. They're smarter than the Grammy people. You have TV, you have movie awards, and that's it. And by the way, cable awards. I don't like that that cable gets Emmys. No, uh uh-uh. I never liked that. 
It's not fair. These stars get all gussied up at all these events. God almighty. I've never seen a group of people need more validation. Please give me awards, please, so I can dress up. I mean, I'm thinking it off my head. J.K. Simmons won what? The Best Supporting Actor for that movie? You think about it, and, and right around that same time, Christoph Waltz won uh, Best Supporting Actor for Inglorious Bastards. Both well-deserving of it. What happened to great actors like that? How come we don't have more people like I bet you, I bet you with a lot of these shitty movies that are out there, if you get the right person in that movie... I mean, you think about Whiplash was just a shitty movie about a drummer wanting to join a jazz ensemble. That sounds pretty iffy. But you put the amazing role that J.K. Simmons did in that movie, now that movie's over the top good. But yeah, we uh, Heather, I'm right there with you. We don't need this many award shows. It's ridiculous that Hollywood loves themselves that much. All right, next one here. Let's go. Edge, listen up. It's time for mail call. It's not bucket. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? This is from. Oh, he also won for Django. Okay, I forgot about that one. So he won them both. Damn, great actor. Uh, this is from Donald. It says Arnie. Oh, 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 oh! I got. Oh, hold on a second here. This is an ask. Oh, hold on a second here. Oh, this is a tough ask too. I might actually. Uh, let's see. Where do I have my song? No, that's not it. No, that's not it. Find the damn thing. All right, here we go. We're 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 just gonna do a classic here, real fast. Just a major classic. Mm, let's see. Uh, oh, those aren't them. Where, where are my songs? Oh, there we go. Where are my my cash? Mm-mm. There we go. There it is. All right, here we go. You guys ready? Check out this verbo. Oh man, Michael, they're your cousins. There we go. All right, everybody ready? <clears throat> some problems I can help you don't you worry I'm a trained professional we've all been there time after time now you gotta ask so I can't help you out ask me now ask me now before Cow, 
scudder. You sure miss me, that is fucking obvious. Fat and fatter is what you become. Don't you really miss me when bonus checks come out? Ask me now, ask me now, before I fuck another cow. I know I just did it, but I'm ready to do it. Fucking a cow, fucking a cow. You hear my voice in the morning hours and miss me. Radio reminds me that I'm in the right place Driving down the road you hear me say All the bad words like shit and fuck Cock and cunt Ask me now Ask me now That's right I fucked a cow I told you I'd do it and I did it and did it I fucked the cow Right in the butt Ask me now Ask me now Oh my god Is that another cow? I didn't think you could do it Because you're fat But you can fuck the cow That right there is solid gold, baby. Actors put themselves on a pedestal because people who idolize them. It's stupid people's fault. That's why they're entitled. You can blame it on the stupid people. I blame it on them because they allow the stupid people to put them on that, and then they don't answer to the stupid people because that's who they owe. They owe the stupid people for putting them on this, 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 this perch. But now to this letter. But sex with a cow, that a boy. Damn, that boy's good. Good and terrible. Uh, Arnie, I'm hoping that you can help me through some tough shit right now. I know that you've joked about Alzheimer's in the past because your grandma had it. And I've heard you be serious about it as well. I just found out my mother is in the beginning stages of it, and I was wondering what I can expect from here on. I already know, but I'd still like to hear what you have to say, and that's from Donald. First of all, Donald, uh, my, my, my heart goes out to you. Um, it's the worst thing I've ever had to go through. Easily. Uh, there, there's a Dairy Queen here in Rockwall I will never, ever walk into. My, my grandmother, when we put her in the nursing home, we, we, I was living in Garland at the time. And we had found this nursing home that would work with the insurance and stuff, and it was out here in Rockwall. And I wasn't sure if I could live in Rockwall again, but I, I do love Rockwall. And by the way, Rockwall just found out richest county in Texas. Damn right, because I'm here. That's what they're rich from. 
Yes, Kale, I did know that Charlton Heston died of Alzheimer's. Thank you. Um, Donald, keep a sense of humor around you on this. Um, I had to go into that Dairy Queen with my dad because he wasn't strong enough to take his own mother to the nursing home. He couldn't do it. My mom had to do it. So I sat with him there, and I vowed I will never, ever go into that fucking Dairy Queen ever again. Uh, It symbolizes the day that one of my, one of the greatest people in my life was gone. Um, Battleborn just said, uh, Donald, my mom has dementia. My heart goes out to you. Love her the best that you can. Alzheimer's tough. Alzheimer's and dementia is tough. Alzheimer's especially because they don't know who they are. They won't recognize you. Donald, I, if you want me to get you ready, I, I, I hate to say this, but your mom won't know who you are. It'll get that bad. I, and, and honestly, let me just say, I hope she passes before it gets that bad. Because um, I know how bad my dad hurt when my grandma didn't know who he was. And she was calling me Jerry. She thought I was my dad and she didn't know who he was. Alzheimer's is horrible. Dementia is horrible. I don't know why we don't spend more money. Well, I do know why. Because no matter what, we'll never get a cure for it because there's more money in looking for the cure. But I I, I say this. Look, look. This is such a mean disease because it robs people of their lives. And they're still alive. And I make jokes about it, and I can have fun with it. But I remember back in that time, uh, Donald, what you're going through right now, you don't need jokes. And and, and I'm not going to joke that much with you on this. Uh, I'm just going to say, have your sense of humor, and uh, please, please, you're going to have to use so much more of your patience. It it will be a test for you. Uh, Dementia is just awful. You know that person is in there. Their mind is not. It's awful. When my dad was in his last month, he looked at me and said, am I dead? It was awful. I empathize with you, Don. Oh, I do too. This is horrible. I don't know what else to tell you. Um, You know, just love your mom as much as you can and know that this is not her. This isn't her doing this. She wants. She doesn't want this. My mother-in-law pretty much has dementia now, and Alzheimer runs in the family. The hard part is she doesn't even realize she has dementia, and pretty soon she's going to need assisted living memory uh, care type place. I saw my dad's mom go through dementia asking for my grandfather who died before I was even born. It's so hard because they're like a completely different person in a separate reality. I can joke about this shit when the, with the right people like here, but not always. Another reason I'm so grateful for this show uh, and the assholes who listen. Tomorrow is always a new day. Like there, there, There's always kind of, uh, it will suck for you, Donald. 
and it'll give you it'll give you kind of a harder outer shell too, because what what Ogre just said there is the the most true thing. They're not themselves anymore. They're somebody that you don't know. My grandmother kind of reverted back to when she was like I don't know in her twenties, so she didn't have my dad then. If you don't laugh, you'll cry. Get it? Oh, totally. Oh, my God, Russia invaded Ukraine. <laughs> Damn it, V-Coop. Uh, but, yeah, Don, and, and Donald, I'm always here. If you need to write me, you want to talk more about it, please write me and let me know. Oh, that sucks. I don't like getting those kind of letters. Those are tough. Jesus, I got a bunch of spam today. Fucking Christ. I need this one. All right, we come back to inbox. All right, two more letters. You will be humbled to say the least. Yeah, oh, very much so. Very, very much so. Uh, Ratberg says, um, my mother had dementia for six years before she passed. The first two uh, was a little challenging, a little humorous at times. The last four were not easy. I suggest that you get outside help at the right time. Yeah, and that's why my dad went to the nursing home that he did go to here in Rockwall and that's all I got to say about that. There you go. All right, two more mails to go. Let's do this. Not bucket. It's time for mail call. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Arnie, since you know so much about everything, and I really do appreciate that. Well, I appreciate you saying that, Clint. Um, what is the big deal with the PGA Tour versus the UAE Tour that they're talking about? I saw that Jack Nicklaus said, and... Uh, of course, if you're a new league, you're going to offer a huge deal to who's considered the greatest of all time. I think you should have taken the money and run because this league will never challenge the PGA Tour. Clint. Let's see. I'll get back to that. Let's see. When my grandparents were going through Alzheimer's, I saw the decline. It's tough. I watched my grandma forget her husband of 70 years. Died while we were at his funeral. Wow. That sucks, Kale. I'm sorry, buddy. This is one of those that touches a lot of people, and it hurts. This one hurts so much. I think it hurts so much. I, I promise, Clint, I'll get back to you later. It hurts so much because the person's still in front of us. We see them. It, it, it is our dad, our mom, our grandma. It's still them. Physically, we can see them. But they have no clue who we are. It's so mean. All right, back to this golf letter. Uh, I saw the story about Jack Nicklaus coming out and saying, yeah, they offered me over $100 million a couple times, and the second time I had to tell them in writing to leave me alone. Well, of course they are. They're a business. They're a fucking business. They're going to go after the guy who has the most majors ever and offer him the most money. To back the league, I can't blame them for that. Now, Jack stayed with the PGA, and and a lot of people are. Phil Mickelson isn't. Sergio Garcia is going over there. And by the way, Clint, I totally agree with you. This league is never going to challenge the PGA. Ogre says, I can't see this Arab League competing with the PGA. Same as USFL is fooling itself. 
They should be the America's Wonderful Football League, the awful. <laughs> um, I know that they have a couple guys over there. They, they've got, you know, Phil, who's 50. Greg Norman is the big name behind it, the only man to lose a playoff in all four majors. That's a true thing. Look it up. Um, hey, I say more power to them. I like competition. This isn't going to be competition, and I'm going to tell you why. There's two sports especially that are so dug in with history. One of those is baseball, and the other one is golf. I'm not taking away from basketball or football at all, but when you think about the history of a sport and you think about golf and baseball, they have all these historical markers. They have your... Ben Hogan age, you have your Nicholas age, you have your Palmer age in the golf courses, and then the Tiger age. This this UAE thing, this this golf come, hey, more power to them. I, I'm not slowing them down. If they want to pay me money, I'll broadcast it for them. But when you have a tournament going up against either the U.S. Open or like this week, I guess this week is the PGA, and Tiger says he's feeling good, so I'm excited about that. Against any major, you're not going to, you, you don't stand a chance. Why? Because that's all about tradition. It's steeped in tradition. And these guys who go over there to play, you have to watch yourself because you're going to piss the PGA off, and the PGA is going to kick you off your tour. But as far as it goes, this, is, this tour is a joke. I mean, are you only playing the, I don't know how many courses they have in the UAE. Do you have Augusta there? Oh, you don't? Then I don't care. Do you have Marion there? No? Okay, I don't care. Did you somehow get Doral to sign? Oh, you didn't? Okay, I don't care. Pinehurst, once again, don't care. Pebble Beach, don't care. The PGA has all those. I'll stick with the PGA. This is so dumb. This is this is once again millionaires trying to take on billionaires, and it's just so it's so odd. And I have to say this: I've never been a Phil Mickelson fan. I have never liked Phil. I used to keep the, the Sports Illustrated when he had his head in his hands when he blew the U.S. Open, the only major he's never won and will never win. He's sitting there on the 18th hole. All he had to do was bogey, and he ended up like triple bogeying and lost the U.S. Open. Didn't even get a playoff. Playoff? When you win the Masters in Saudi Arabia, they give you a green burqa. (laughs) It's sad to watch how Phil Mickelson is riding into the sunset. He was doing so good, man. He won a major at 50, and everybody's like, oh, my God, the oldest man to ever win. He beat Jack's record. And then he was going on the the senior tour, and he won like seven out of the first ten events, which we all kind of knew was going to happen. And then he has to start with this shit. And people are tearing him down limb by limb. Phil, you did it to yourself, Patna. 
Just got to say. Sorry about that, buddy. That's why your sponsors have left you. And Oh, I'm sure you'll get new sponsors. You're Phil Mickelson, for fuck's sake. But as far as having the love and admiration of golf fans everywhere, that's gone. Not bucket. It's time for mail call. Welcome to mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Arnie. So you found what you considered the perfect burger. I, I did say this the other night, the other day. Before I hop on a plane, you're going to have to tell me what you consider a perfect burger. Because if you have to tell them how to cook it, then it's not the perfect burger. And that is from Angela. <laughs> Angela, isn't that cute? A girl telling me about meat. Really? Really? You people, and I've seen this done, and when I say you people, I do mean that derogatorily. You people that get upset when they ask about how you want your hamburger cooked, you obviously, you have no palate whatsoever. I was following this fella on on the TikTok. He reviews burger places around Texas and, and, and other outlying areas. And we went and tried a couple of his places. He was really, really good. Then he went to the place that we went to before, and the place was dog shit. And he gave one of his highest scores. I was like, this guy's done. And then he went to a place that I found was great. And he goes, well, they asked me how I wanted it cooked. How dare they ask me how I... Look, man, not all of us are big fans of smashed patties. You want your patty smashed? You go right ahead. By the way. When you smash the patties, they still cook it to about medium. Just letting you know. Uh, my perfect burger is, I ordered it medium rare. I should have ordered it rare the other night. That's right. I want to see where the jockey was hitting it. Um, I got a burger. It, it, if the burger is, jade, like, this is how I consider a great burger. If you don't have to wipe your mouth off after every bite, it's not a worthy hamburger. I mean, you got juice and shit dripping out, and you got to wipe your mouth every time. That's a great burger. This burger was made perfectly. The buns were toasted perfectly. Not too many vegetables on it. Perfect sauce ratio. The cheese was melted perfectly. Main Street Diner. Stinkfist says, I smashed a girl named Patty in high school. That was probably my sister. That's her name. Uh, So there you go. All right. Um, I think that's going to do it. Okay. Uh, We'll play music here, and I'll do a couple more stories, and then we'll call it a day because... I am about to go to the toilet yet again. So let's rock and roll all night and party every day. Say you wanna go for 
gonna sing together now, are you ready? I said, are you ready? Make a path, make a path. Just one time around, just me and the people down here. Are you ready? sister <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen boys and girls I am proud to announce that you will have one more opportunity one more opportunity on July 31st from the world famous Nashville Fair- Fairgrounds you will have a chance to see the 16-time former world heavyweight champion. Hold on. Let me go to YouTube. He can do it a lot better than I can. Get ready. Woo! We are tour, and we're doing it better than anybody else alive. Woo! Now, Buddy Landell, Don't it's hit. so hard for me to sit back here in this studio Looking at a guy out here hollering my name when last year I spent more money on spilt liquor Woo. in bars from one side of this world to the other Woo. than you made. You're talking to the Rolex wearing, Woo. diamond ring wearing, kids stealing, wheeling dealing, Woo. limousine riding, jet flying, Woo. son of a gun, yes. and I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down. Oh, the nature boy is wrestling one more time. Uh, If you go to starcast.com, that's two R's, starcast.com, you can watch this video.
roast of Ric Flair. I'm signing up for tickets. I just want to see how much tickets are. interested in the Ric Flair's last match and the roast of Ric Flair. Okay, I've sent Nelson me an email hopefully back saying how much this is going to be. Uh, no word yet on who his opponent will be. Ric Flair is 73 years old. Ric Flair is not in very good shape. I've seen him doing some moves back and forth in the ring. And if tickets are more than $8, I am not going. Flair's opponent, along with the rest of the card, will be announced at a later date. I have heard two possibilities. Holy shit, Rick Flair is going to Tennessee, that is. Rick needs to make rent again. No football teams needed from pep talk? No, not yet. Does Rick Flair hit people with his walker now instead of a steel chair? That man does not have a walker. We do not besmirch the name of Rick Flair on this show. I am wearing today. By the way, I did not do T-shirt time today. Holy shit. I didn't do T-shirt time What's with t-shirt this. T-shirt time? 12-10 is T-shirt time. T-shirt time? It is 12 10. It's yeah. T-shirt time. Oh, it's T-shirt time. It's T-shirt time. Oh, Everybody knows it's, it's T-shirt time. So annoying. T-shirt time. It's T-shirt time. Oh, my God. You shut I'm up, bitch. I'm just trying to let everybody know. I'll so put, put the smack down on you, honey. Today's is the cover of the uh, December 1988 Pro Wrestling Illustrated. And it has Arn, Barry, Rick, and Tully on there. My favorite faction of the Four Horsemen. And James J. Dillon is on there as well. Holy shit, is this a shirt. Man. Maybe he can fight Braun Strowman and get turned into a puddle. <laughs> well, I don't even know what Braun Strowman's doing now. He's like the control your narrative wrestling. It, his wrestling, he's an idiot. Braun Strowman is a big, dumb moron. And so is The Fiend. These guys could be making bucks at AEW. If they, if they wanted to make a difference, if they wanted to hurt WWE, those two guys could go to AEW, call me, and Tony Khan, it, Tony Khan needs to call me because I can fix his wrestling alliance. Ogre says he should wrestle his daughter. That would be great. Whose tits are saggier? Ugh, I don't need to see that. So here we go. Ogre, let me ask you a quick question. Who would you like to see him wrestle? Like, if you were to ask me who I'd like to see Ric Flair wrestle for his last match, it would have to be somebody he'd have some history with, maybe, or there's a big or I'd put in here, uh, but it ain't going to happen. I'd like to see him either wrestle Sting again. That'd be all right. Both old guys, they would take each care of each other in the ring. Um, I don't want to see him fight Arn Anderson because that would be wrong, because they're like brothers. I don't want to see him fight anybody from the Four Horsemen. 
Yeah, it, it, this is this is a tough one because all his best opponents are dead. I mean, uh, it, it, Dusty's dead. Harley Race is dead. Kerry Von Erich's dead. Can you believe it, that that Ric Flair outlasted all of them? I think I think this is his final. I think he might die in the ring. Um. I think that, yeah, even Piper's dead. Scott says, wrestle the Steiners. Hell no. Shit, Scott Steiner would fucking beat him up on purpose. I would have him wrestle what they're talking about. Now, there is one opponent we haven't talked about. And Ric Flair mentions this guy all the time, and I did not like these matches. But the first rumor is, is that He's going to be doing a tag team match with the Rock and Roll Express, and it'll be a six-man thing. I don't like that. Ogre says Shawn Michaels. See, this is the bad part about Ric Flair wrestling now. That was the greatest final match of all time. His match against Shawn Michaels would be fantastic. Triple H can fight him, and they would both croak in the ring. The Road Warriors both dead. The person that they're talking about, and it looks like it could be this person, is Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. And, and, and I just have to say, man, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, that's such a soft on. I, I, I mean, I know that they had legendary matches in the 80s, but that's when nobody was watching. Nobody came, like, like they, that was the worst. I would rather him fight Terry Funk, who's 108 years old and still alive. Hulk Hogan, I don't think, no. I, Hulk Hogan would be a better choice than Ricky Steamboat, but but that's what it looks like. It's going to be Ricky Steamboat. I don't like that. I just, but the one I would like, now, now tell me how great this would be. How great would it be to see Ric Flair wrestle a young man who's trying to do what his father couldn't do in the WWE, and that's win the world championship, daddy. And I'm talking about the son, the grandson of a plumber, daddy. I'm telling you right now, I think that it should be Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes against Ric Flair. I would watch that one. Michael PSAs or Nikita Koloff. Ric Flair versus IRS would be very appropriate, sure. Nikita Koloff, the dude from Minnesota. Oh, I got so mad when I found that out. The old Russian nightmare, Nikita Koloff. Man, we hated that son of a bitch. And then he teamed up with Dusty and we loved him. And it turns out to find out he has a thick Minnesota accent because he's from Minnesota. Bullshit. Is Magnum TA still alive? I'm not sure. I know he can't wrestle because he had that car accident that, that pretty much killed his wrestling career. But, yeah. So, there you go. Ric Flair's last match. B. Coop says Cody Rhodes is overrated. A part of me wants to agree with that. Yeah, look, I... I I don't want to see Ric Flair come back. His training videos, you can see his legs just don't move how they need to. No, like, like I've seen the training videos he's doing with Jay Lethal. 
and and God bless you know him for trying and, and training and, and thinking that he can come back. But man, oh man, Rick, this is I'm afraid this is gonna be bad. I I I really feel this is gonna be ugly. I think Cody Rhodes could amount to something if he became a bad guy. Cody Rhodes could be one of the greatest. I think Cody, honestly, I think Cody Rhodes has the makings of a great heel like Ric Flair. I really do. But there's a problem. There's somebody in his way. Uh, I, I don't have the T. I ordered it a couple weeks ago. I guess AEW takes forever to get their shit out. I actually ordered a T-shirt from AEW. I got a Maxwell J. Friedman, an MJF T-shirt coming. Because let me just tell you, MJF is the future of wrestling. He stayed in character one time at a Comic-Con. He was a dick the entire time. He didn't care. He, he's getting over. Hey, I, I love MJF. I think MJF is fantastic. Abdullah Butcher is still alive, unfortunately. I believe he run, He lives in Atlanta, and he was running a chicken restaurant. You want to you meet pro wrestlers? Go to Atlanta. They all live there. Abdullah Butcher had a chicken place. Uh, Scott Steiner has a Shoney's. I'm not kidding. Is this the rest of the show? No, no. This is the end of the show here. I got one more story, and it doesn't have anything to do with uh, with uh, wrestling here. Let me read this. Undertaker can wrestle him. They, that way, when Flair dies in the ring, he can live up to his stick and actually caps away the corpse for a burial. Uh, all right. Our final story is uh, it, it, it's almost lunchtime. Well, not really. It's almost lunchtime for me, but it's not almost lunchtime for y'all. Y'all still got a couple hours. So hopefully this will get out of your system before then. Anybody thinking about eating at Arby's today? Well, let me tell you about 29-year-old Stephen Sharp. He was already being investigated on distribution and possession of child pornography, so he's already a fucking loser. During the investigation... Uh, of his computer and other electronic devices. Police discovered uh, a selfie that he took. See, Mr. Sharp is the night manager of an Arby's up in Vancouver. And the picture shows uh, this wonderful human being. Wait, what's his name, Mr. Sharp? Um peeing into the milkshake mixture. And by the way, that wasn't the first time he's done it. Arby sold 30 to 40 milkshakes and one ice cream float on the day he urinated in the mix. He was charged with eight counts of child pornography, one count of assault for sexual gratification. He's being held on $40,000 bail. He peed in the shake shit, or the, 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 the shake mix. Boy, this is a Scooby-looking guy. This is the kind of guy you look at and you go, yeah. Yeah, this is the kind of guy that would piss in shake mix. Arby's is fucking delicious. 
Rice says, it's lunch, Arnie. Yeah. Uh, if Ric Flair did one more flop on the mat and was last breath, it would be legendary but saddest day ever. That'd be the way to go out if he's Ric Flair. Uh, when you went to the wrestlers' meet and greet, did you see anyone who's in fighting shape to take on Ric Flair? Oh, there are plenty of, like, regular wrestlers that were there, that, that guys that are on the independent and AEW scene. Lex Luger couldn't. I imagine the Steiners could probably give them, well, they're still old and fat, too. No, no, I don't want to see anybody. Look, here's the thing. I, I just don't want to see Ric Flair do it. V. Coop, that's a pisser. That doesn't sound delicious. No, it doesn't, Douglas. Granted, I didn't get shakes from Arby's, okay? There will be a lot of pissed customers. Man, this is the worst shake I've ever had. You order a milkshake from Arby's, you deserve to drink piss. Wait, wait, why why, why can't you order a milkshake from, from there? It's Arby's. It's a fast food place. You know McDonald's shake maker is going to be broke anyway. I mean, granted, it's nowhere near the level of a frosty. We 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 you need. It's, I'll tell you this right now: if somebody were to pee in the frosty mix, oh, I'm going to go kill them. You can't fuck with the damn frosty. The frosty is gold. But yes, I wanted to tell you about that in case anybody's pulling into an Arby's. Maybe you think twice about that one today. And there you go. Uh, sorry, I, I have to. I, I got to take care of some stuff here and, and just go lay down. I'm exhausted. Even Michael J. Fox hears that story and says he'd rather have his shakes. Um, uh, I will be back tomorrow, same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Until then, please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you're in there. So until tomorrow, adios, everybody. Uh,
is outside waiting to arrest him.